0: Tauroo is focused on predicting, optimizing, and delivering talent
1: directly to your email or ATS. So it's totally data-driven talent attraction, which means the Tauroo platform enables recruiters to reach the right talent at the right time and at the right price. Guess what the best part is? <laughs> let, me, uh, let me take a shot here. You only pay for the candidates Tauroo delivers. Holy shit. Okay. So you've heard this before.
0: So if you're out there listening in podcast land and you are attracting the wrong candidates, and we know you are, Mm -hmm. or you feel like you're in a recruiting hamster wheel and there's just nowhere to go, right? You can go to talruh.com slash attract. Again, that's talruh.com slash attract and learn how Talru can get you better candidates for less
1: cash or... Just go to chadcheese.com and click on the Tauru logo. I'm all about the simple. You are a simple man.
0: Hide your kids. Lock the doors. You're listening to HR's most dangerous podcast. Chad Soash and Joel Cheeseman are here to punch the recruiting industry right right where it hurts. Complete with breaking news, flash opinion, and loads of snark. Buckle up, boys and girls.
1: It's time for the Chad and Cheese podcast. feeling fine and cherry wine what's up peeps this is joel cheeseman of the chad and Cheese podcast joined today by chad Sowash. chad how are you hello and joining us today on the show for conspiracy theories is industry icon and veteran as well as chad and cheese super fan dennis <laughs> tupper dennis welcome to the show <laughs> thank, you. thank you. Well, Dennis, let's get right into this thing. You've got some conspiracy theories about Indeed that you'd like to share. So I'm going to let you have the floor, and Chad and I will unleash on you when you're done.
2: Yeah, sure. Um, So if you're paying attention in the industry for things long enough, you kind of notice some trends and... Got a feeling that Indeed might be trending towards becoming more of a staffing firm than they are a job posting platform.
1: Which is when I interject the fact that I predicted that months ago. But keep keep going, please.
2: Uh, so I've just been paying attention to this for years now because when they came up with, I think it was Indeed Prime. I remember having our Indeed rep yep. in the office for a meeting and then just literally turning the screen around to say, what's that? <laughs> <laughs> and it was extremely uncomfortable for them and inquisitive for, for us at the time. It was just, oh, yeah, it's just an experiment. It's only a couple markets, et cetera. And today, Indeed Prime is 50,000 plus candidates they boast and in 80 different markets that went from 8 to 80. So is that, uh, is that an experiment or is that a staffing product?
0: There are two companies that did the exact same fucking thing, Monster and CareerBuilder, and where where the hell did they end up? <laughs> that is one big pile of shit.
2: <laughs> they didn't have Daddy Warbucks recruit behind them, though, right?
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's they exactly can, right.
2: They got deep pockets they can you know, look at Google. They have deep pockets. They can kind of throw money around and test anything and fail. And it doesn't matter to the bottom line. If you look at what their recent release was in terms of earnings and stuff like that, I think Indeed Glassdoor is like 46% um, revenue
1: increase. Let's ask why, because I think once we ask why, we can get into some of the more nitty gritty. But why is Indeed doing this?
2: I don't know if it's evil genius long-term planning or something they stumbled into, but you know, the way they built their business model was off of first job boards and then Staffing, and now it's they're really you know kicking off job boards, and then staffing's getting treated differently than we were in the past. You heard Sackett talk about it uh, at length, and now staffing's being treated a little bit differently. And then they're bringing on all these different products in terms of you know we can get into it with acquisition. It's like Sift for gig and Click IQ, and you know Hire for perm, um, which they're advertising that they're hiring hiring specialists and recruiters. So is that staffing?
1: Indeed is the uh, stereotypical hit it and quit it playboy, aren't they? (laughs) So I don't know if it's some
2: long-term plan,
1: but you look at,
2: you know, from inception back in the early 2000s to present day, Mm -hmm. that would make a lot of sense if that's a long-term plan and it's being executed very well, or someone just got crazy-ass lucky and that luck keeps continuing, but... Something tells me to a place that big with a backing like that, that it's probably more so a long-term
1: plan. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw in a why, and you tell me if, if you think I'm right or not. I think a big why in this whole staffing strategy is Google for Jobs. And I think that Indeed realizes that the uh, the cash cow of clicks for job postings is waning, and they need to roll the dice on some other businesses. They're already owned by a staffing company, so that's not a real long stretch, imagine that getting into the staffing business where, gee, that's kind of a profitable business anyway, is probably a good move in light of what Google's doing. Agree or not? Agree. You got to differentiate yourself, especially from a
2: giant you know and you can get just completely eaten up if you don't differentiate yourself
1: against google for gosh sake right and snapping is something i don't think google cares a shit about now, there's no way that you're going to see google reps recruiting it's
2: too much work and if you look at you know what indeed does i mean they have they have the supply they have millions and millions of relevant resumes. You can argue that, you know, the higher end ones, they might not be as mature as a database for, they don't have that, Mm -hmm. you know, they don't boast millions of resumes, but their legacy from like 2001, you got the demands, the demands there, they have the contact info of all these companies, the hiring managers, procurement leads, owners, their names, their phone numbers, all that stuff. And then they got the data. They can look at demand trends by company, Mm -hmm. by geo, by skill set. So they, and then they have the infrastructure of you have, They have so many salespeople banging away the phones and their call centers in Tempe and Austin and wherever where, you know, those people have to have thick skin. Think about recruiters. You got to be banging the phones, working hard, sourcing. You got to have thick skin. You got quotas. You got process. You got metrics. That's that's a staffing sales environment. They have everything in place where like, I don't know if you saw the documentary or movie on Snowden, but he was just like, all this stuff is there. It just takes one person to flip that switch.
0: So companies have tried to do this before. As I said, Monster and Career Builder, they didn't have a recruit holdings backing, but they've tried this before. They've tried to edge into staffing. And in some cases, I mean, they went in with a sledgehammer and at least tried to break it up. Um, Do you think the the big reason why Indeed's going to be uh, successful, or maybe they won't be, but do you think it all revolves around, Uh, really the holdings company?
2: Um, I think that's a big part of it in terms of the ability to take risks and fail Uh and still financially keep going. At the same time, I wasn't in the trenches back when Monster did it as I have been for the past like seven or so years. So I don't know as much about their attempts to do so, but I mean, the backing is just unparalleled. Um, and the types of products that are out there to help support it, you know, weren't there now that, mm. that are there now in terms of click IQ and, and SIFT and stuff and
0: here's the big question though. Why the fuck are staffing companies still fueling Indeed, because they're paying them now. They used to have free organic traffic, all that other. Everybody was happy. It was all rainbows and fucking unicorns. Then they ripped all that shit away and said, you're going to pay for everything you get. But now, taking a look at the growth of Indeed Prime and the prospect of going full staffing. Why are staffing companies, why are RPOs, why are they fueling the specific competitor? That's exactly what Monster did. That's exactly what CareerBuilder did when they got on the heroin drip. Why are they doing it?
2: I think it just comes a time when, you know, what are we fueling, but what's our ROI? And are you willing to sacrifice, you know, some revenue for them, for revenue, what you get back, which, okay, if-
0: That's so short term, dude. That is so short term and so bullshit. You don't, if you're going to war with somebody, you don't feed them with ammunition. You don't pay for their big ass bombs, and that's what they're. That's what staffing's doing. Yeah, if it, if
2: it's not big enough at the time, then it's okay to do But If it continues to grow, then you got to make a decision to not be a revenue stream for your competition. Short term, long term. Once you know they interfere with you or become more of a threat, then yeah, you got to make that man. decision. Game but,
1: over, man. It's game over.
0: So let's stay. Let's stay on the sift and the click IQ. Let's break those out a little bit. So sift, obviously, more focused in one specific area, where click IQ, I think, is an entirely different animal. Um, that's a UK platform. Both both of them are, mm-hmm. actually. So th- what's the next step for something like SIF? Do they grow it in the UK or do they just go ahead and try to absorb that and bring it to the big money maker here in the U.S. and try to make it work here?
2: Yeah, we're, you know, where's the market where it's going to be more prevalent? And I would think it'd be the U.S. based. So it's a good acquisition to absorb over here and bring it into the biggest market that there is. And it was a good move, especially with Gig, where everything's going. There's so much there. All you had to do is just with them and buy it, implement it, watch it run.
1: What does Indeed look like in five years, in your opinion?
2: I think they could be more of a staffing company than they are. they look at everything they have. Interviewed is a product, I think, that they have there for personality and skill assessments. And they bought Resume.com, which can just pipeline more resumes. So I feel like they're going to make the shift. I think their model is still, and again, it's all one big conspiracy thought that we're having here. But at the end of the day, you know, there's a big body of work there and a big trend line, and I think that they will be more of a staffing firm than they are
1: a recruitment. Do so you think more revenues will come in from staffing than clicks.
2: Absolutely. You know, to your,
1: wow. to your okay. point
2: with Google for jobs, you know, they got to differentiate yourself and be be different. That's the way they can kind of get away with it yet compete in a different manner.
1: Yeah. I mean, eventually Google's going to turn on their click machine as well. And companies are going to have to decide where the budget's going to go. And inevitably some of it's going to come away from Indeed.
2: Oh gosh. Yeah. hundred percent. And I wish there was more transparency with partners on how much, you know, obviously they're not going to tell you how much traffic you're getting from Google for jobs through partnerships from like direct employers or Dice or Zip or something like that but once they flip that switch too it's it's also going to be questionable on how much of an impact is it having with those partners that once they monetize and go direct to staffing and everybody else what's going to happen to career builder dice you know direct employers they're, if they're t- getting that traffic taken away and it's a large you know a large percentage of it what's that downstream effect going to have so when that day comes i have no idea but that's a it's going to be a hell
1: of a day. Which is a great segue to uh, our pain view conversation that we had uh, earlier last week, Chad. Indeed. It's interesting
0: because they differentiated themselves from job boards by being a job search engine. And now they've come first full circle and they're, they are, I mean, really a traditional job board. All of the postings are seen on their site, but the thing that's different is duration-based versus performance. It's still performance. The big difference here, though, is that half the amount of traffic is actually finding its way to the employer's site, and it's costing about twice as much to get half the traffic. Obviously, as staffing companies now have to pay for their their dinner, their lunch, their whatever, uh, to be able to get those candidates, they're paying twice as much and getting less clicks. What are your thoughts on that evolution? And also, again, does this mean that staffing is going to have to eject and really look for alternatives much faster than they thought?
2: I think at the end of the day, like you take yourself out of your seat and say, you know, what is best for the candidate, candidate experience and to make them keep coming back. And then, you know, there's going to be a model and it either works or it doesn't work. And I feel like that, that for the candidate experience makes it better so you're going to have much more return traffic to that site. So we are, you know, it comes at a cost to us, you know, the people who are doing the advertising on it. But the industry changes and some things work in your favor. Some things don't. Yeah, it sucks. But at the end of the day, that, that's just the way that things are working. And so we don't have somebody coming over to our site. From that redirect, and then looking at our other jobs and whatnot, and all would be free traffic, free views at that point, or lower your cost per view if you attribute it to the initial, you know, wherever they're coming from. But yeah, at the end of the day, you need to make the the experience good for the candidate, no matter what. So, you know, different companies, including our own, are investing heavily in terms of making that experience good here, so that way you don't have to rely as heavy on external sources, and you got people coming more organically. But that's high in the sky stuff. But you aim for it, you work towards it and go towards the best result, but something called the cost of doing business. And that is better for the candidate, better experience. And that's just the way that it goes. You gotta deal with it.
0: So it seems like the overall Indeed platform really wants or or is pushing for companies to get rid of CRMs, to get rid of that career site experience because it can all be done through Indeed. If, If you are just hitting easy apply, as you get onto uh, an actual job description, well, hell, I, I can send the information directly into an applicant tracking system and then bam, you, you're, you're done. Now, we can have the, the argument around you know easy apply. Is that really good for the market or not? Um, but still, if you take a look at everything that they're trying to do, you have to ask yourself from an ROI standpoint, are they trying to cut out CRMs? Are they trying to cut out all the cosmetic uh, user experience that a company is building videos and, and content and all that stuff around their corporate career site just to be able to do a shotgun method, an easy apply method through Indeed.
2: It is, but then people draw a line. I remember you, you what they tried to do was, do you guys recall hearing about the fact that they were trying to say that We're not going to let you advertise our jobs if you have a career site that has a join our talent community on it. Do you recall that? What's Joel's favorite word? Hubris, I think. Um, So, I mean, that was extremely forward, but it goes along, along with that type of thinking. But at the end of the day, I think that's, is that part of the strategy or is that just what happens when you're making it? Too too pain, and just keeping them there, I don't know specifically, but it does work in their favor. There's no doubt about that.
1: To ask you about uh, your your opinion on the future of job boards, and I want to bring sort of uh, Chad's point on the job search side to Google search in general and and SEOs have been complaining for a long time about what's called no-click search. You go to Google today and, you know, directions to the airport or you search meatloaf recipes or you search, you know, almost whatever, right? Uh, How old is Abraham, how old, when was Abraham Lincoln born, et cetera, right? You can get those answers, it within Google, right? Like they have little snippets from websites that have the answers. Mm-hmm. So you don't even have to click on the site or the link to find the answers to your questions. Well, that might be great for the user. It might be great for Google. It's very good for Google because they stay on Google. But it's probably really bad for the site that actually created the content, right? Yeah. So you don't go to the site. Uh, you don't see their ads. You don't get their retargeting code for more ads about what they're what they're pushing, like you've basically created a web page. Uh, Google's taking your content and creating answers for people, but you don't get any of the benefits. And I think jobs is sort of a unique case because most people don't care if their job postings are, are all over the place because they're not like thoughtful blog posts or information about stuff. But I also think that it puts job boards in a situation where they can get the job posting that's on your site without ever actually going to your site. Uh, which inevitably means less traffic for the job sites, less revenue from banner ads, et cetera. So, where do you see uh, job boards say five, 10 years from now?
2: Man, that's, <laughs> that's a tough one. Everything's evolving so quickly. So, I wish I had a better answer for you, but it's, uh, <laughs> that is one
1: big pile of shit. <laughs>
2: I don't know, man. If I, if I knew the answer to that, I think maybe
1: partnerships, content partnerships. Is there more consolidation? I mean, are we, are we getting to a point where jobs are just on the ATS? They're on Google. They're on Indeed. They're on a few other places, and then the smaller players are out of business or they get bought up. I believe
2: so. Yeah, I think the the strongest survive because I don't feel like the future is going to hold the environment that it is today, where some of the small people can still kick around. Just the changes are just too fast, and you got to be able to keep up with it. And if you don't have the financial backing or the ability to do dev to keep up with things, then you're probably just going to end up selling out to somebody larger, and it's going to, as you said, probably consolidate.
0: So. Click IQ, we haven't talked about Click IQ. Uh, what's the big move here? Obviously, programmatic's big. We're seeing acquisitions all over the fucking place. But what do you think? What do you think Indeed's going to do with programmatic? Do you believe that they're going to use it mainly for their system to try to bolster a better um, ad service? What do you think is going to happen? Or do you think they're really going to try to and leverage overall networks?
2: Um, a little bit of both. And in the same time, it's It can help grow the the European market um, because they're they're not 100% strong over there and you got to do some things through acquisition to do so. Um, So it's good technology and they can use it here in the States, but also use it as something to grow over there quickly. Growth through acquisition in Europe seems to be kind of the way to go when it comes to coming from from here over there versus trying to organically start something over there. So um, I think it's mainly a play for
1: that. Well, Dennis, man, we thank you for your time today and your uh, insight on conspiracy theories around Indeed. For our listeners who want to know more about you, where would you send them?
2: Uh, send them over to LinkedIn. I'd hang out over there. Got about seventy two hundred connections from my days of recruiting and I honestly I love networking with people and just hoping connect dots.
1: Oh, that's sweet. So is it LinkedIn.com slash IN slash Dennis Tupper?
0: Search Dennis Tupper. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Just search Dennis Tupper, for God's (laughs) sakes. Chad, we out. This has been the
0: Chad and Cheese Podcast. Subscribe on iTunes, Google Play, or wherever you get your podcasts so you don't miss a single show. And be sure to check out our sponsors because they make it all possible. For more, visit chadcheese.com. Oh, yeah. You're welcome.